Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe and I'm Georgia and we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations, tips and tricks, products we love and brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. So if you're following us on Instagram at the moment, you will know that Zoe hasn't been around. She hasn't ditched me. She hasn't run away. I think she's coming back. Rather than me just waffling on on this episode by myself, which would be a bit weird, we thought we'd switch things up this week and um, invite someone back onto the podcast to have a bit of a conversation. She's actually going to maybe like interview me a bit, do a bit of life coaching with me. This podcast actually came about um, while we were at a wedding. We bumped into each other at a wedding and after a few drinks, we started having some really deep conversations about parenting and our upbringings and all that kind of stuff. So joining me today on the podcast, I'm so happy to not be alone, is the incredible Connie Simmons. Woo! Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so glad you're with me and I'm not on my own. (laughs) No, absolutely not. How do you do a podcast on your own? I don't know how anyone does that. I really don't know. I do listen to some and they seem to just like just talk and talk and talk and say what they're doing. And I do quite enjoy listening to it. But yeah, I, I need someone else. I need yeah, someone to bounce too. off of, for sure. Me How too, are you anyway? Too. I'm actually good. Like, I, I love you guys' podcast and following you on Instagram. I love it so much. I love how it's so real, so useful. You're ticking all the boxes. So ah. I feel really excited to be back on. I have got Chester at my feet. I'm hoping Ricky's going to come and save me in a minute. I'm, I'm trying <laughs> to time his nap today with the recording and it did go to plan. He had a really long morning nap. And I, I hate waking them up from their nap. So you oh, like that. don't. Honestly, I remember my nan said you should never wake like a sleeping child. And even like when I'd stay at her house, she would never wake me up. Even like, you know, when I was 10 years old and I was sleeping until midday, she'd be like, absolutely not. You never wake. And I, it's like instilled in me. I, I cannot bring myself to do it either. No, I just don't. I feel like they must need it and I'll just I'll just do my best <laughs> and how horrible is being woken up no one likes being woken up yeah I know they do to <laughs> us all the time but yeah. you know I've actually been thinking about the conversation we had at that wedding so much because yeah. um we were talking a lot about how parents we have different parenting styles with our partners sometimes because we've obviously had different upbringings yeah and 
I have been reflecting on that. So one of us made a point, and I can't remember who, because we had a few Admiral Spritz by this point. But one of us said it's actually really, it actually could be really good. Two different perspectives. Mm. Obviously, it's obviously in a healthy environment because they're learning like different ways of solving things. They've got like maybe a more affectionate parent than the other. Like they need two parents that are just like yeah. cuddling them all the time. Like it was actually like, oh, actually light bulb moment. Yeah, it's okay it might be all right. Maybe, yeah, it might be okay that Ricky's a little bit firmer than me because I look at my parents and I feel like they've done a all right job with me and my brothers considering there were four of us and they're both so different yeah it do you know what it is so true and it's definitely like the biggest argument that James and I have like he's way stricter than me he comes from he's one of four well that's what we were talking Uh, about as well he was like very much I guess like tough love um you know there's no sort of frilliness and like kisses and cuddles and being soppy whereas I'm literally from the complete opposite where like my mum if she sees Axel now she'd be like oh hello the most beautiful handsome wonderful funny kind caring clever (laughs) brilliant boy in the whole world you know like it couldn't like it yeah it couldn't be more different so then when it comes to like yeah like discipline and stuff like that I'm like oh no they can never be too loved they never get spoiled any any issues we just like give them a cuddle whereas James is like I can't be the one who's always the bad guy blah 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 it is but yeah you this is the thing like this is what we're talking about you can have like two completely different like parenting styles and actually they probably balance like balance it out and then they yeah. maybe they'll be like well-rounded people i don't i don't know yeah that'd well, be hopefully. Good, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah hopefully i mean i'm i'm really working on not like pulling him up in front of her because i was like doing that a lot um i think because macy's four but she's literally like seven <sighs> So when you came on the podcast before, you were pregnant with Macy and I was pregnant with Gigi. And now you have two. (laughs) Crazy, isn't it? And he's one. Chester's one. Parenting styles should adjust depending on the child as well, by the way. That's true. I just thought then with Macy and Chester, she's four, he's one. Obviously, there's a three-year gap and Mm. they both have different needs at the moment. But I can see differences in their personalities already. Macy's going to be so strong-minded and she needs boundaries and she needs a routine and she needs rules because otherwise she literally takes the piss. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. She takes the piss. Do you think you parent, you, or you will parent them in a different way? Like, I think when you came on the podcast before, obviously you hadn't had Macy yet, so we sort of didn't really, you, you can never tell how you're going to be. And so I guess this is a bit of a like, retrospective thing because Chester's you know just one like one but do you think you will be the same or like I mean I'm definitely not the same with both of mine like I'm way softer on Axel than I am on Gigi and James is way softer on Gigi than he is on Axel and maybe that's like yeah but maybe that's like gender I I really don't know but we are uh, like definitely like I have my soft spot for Axel and then with Gigi I don't know I'm a bit more I don't know we're a bit like more friendly with each other yeah. I'm not so like soppy I'm more like talk to her like she's mm. my name do you yeah, think I you'll think, have I that think I, ha- I think we have the exact same dynamic already and yeah. mine's the other way around older daughter younger son and he's only one mm. but he's actually more affectionate as well he's with me especially he was kicking Macy off the sofa this morning to get to me because she was <sighs> lying on me like he so- gets so jealous and she whereas she, she's got a little bit more affection she's got older but we definitely have more of a mate thing she's more like 
oh mum nice makeup or what are you wearing today mum it's more yeah. like that already and it kind of always has been she's sort of been more intrigued by oh like what's mummy wearing today or whatever whereas chess is just that oh mum give me a cuddle yeah it's definitely like a, a mum and son thing going there is on. i know and she does go daddy when she's poorly yeah i miss my daddy and i'm like <laughs> what um so yeah and do you know what it's not it's not intentional i've got three brothers i am like the first person to be like whatever they can do i can do whatever chester does macy can do it's not it's, i don't know what it is i just think it's like i think it's just like our primal instincts it's just ingrained in us mm. you know like something really deep rooted that's just naturally in us maybe yeah i think yeah i think the same absolutely like and i always pull james up on it like how much softer he is on Gigi, and he's like no i'm not i'm definitely not and i think no 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 you really are like you really are softer <laughs> yeah no i think yeah my dad's definitely softer on me as well yeah yeah absolutely so you've i guess over the last four years gone through a bit you know a huge change you've become a parent and I you're kind of starting a new career um, which I think a lot of our listeners when we you know we do these Q&A's and stuff will relate to because you can find that your your work doesn't feel as fulfilling or um, as important when you become a parent or it doesn't work around having the kids. So do you want to just tell us like a little bit about what you're doing now? I qualified as a life coach um, in the pandemic. I think motherhood actually definitely opened my eyes to like, my, my why? Who am I? Yeah. Who am I? And I know loads of mums still like that. I have mums coming to me now, like, who am I? Help me find her. And I felt that. And just, I don't know what it was, but something told me to sort of do some self-development and to dig deep. And I had a lot of alone time in lockdown. Ricky was able to work still. So I was on my own with Macy a lot, just like in the outdoors. Mm. She might be napping in the push chair and I did a lot of self-reflection in that time. I wouldn't scroll through my phone or what other people were doing. I would just sit. I done a lot of self-reflection. And then I went on a podcast and the lady said to me, you should be a life coach. Like there's just some sort of inner wisdom like this in there. And I went to this crystal lady I go to now and again. She's like a healer and does Reiki and stuff. And she said to me, you've been here before. So I was like, I've been called wise a few times. I'll yeah. take it. Like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You know, I, like I'm, I'm not bragging, but I feel like Maisie's a bit like that as well. She's been here before. It must just be something that's in our personality. And so you should look at life coaching. And I thought, Do you know what? Instagram was great. It served a purpose. I, I had a lucrative career through Instagram, but it was so inconsistent. And mm. my financial income was dependent on brands and whether they thought I fitted their campaign mm. and I thought that is I'm waiting I'm like my life depends on someone else's validation mm. I can't bear it anymore mm. like on people's likes or the amount of followers I had on my engagement nothing I have control over mm. I can only control the content I put out there but I can't even control that if all my followers see it for example so I'm going to go through the three steps to a more fulfilled life something that I've created whilst becoming a life coach in a minute but it all it all it's all in tune with what I'm telling you now so the first step was like this self-awareness of like god who am I what do I want what am I trying to achieve yeah I think a lot of um, parents go through this don't they before they become a parent or a mum or whatever you, they sort of feel like, oh, and my life's not going to change. You know, my child's going to fit around me. I'm going to be exactly the same just with a child. Well, you know, this 
not for everyone, but this is the most common theme that we see. And then you become a parent. And I do think it changes your perspective on life, like for sure. I personally feel like I don't care as much. And actually, it's worked in my favor with a lot of things. I've taken more risks. It's made me a bit braver. Failing is not as important to you. Failing isn't as important to me. I don't care now. I don't really care so much what people think. Like there's been so many like positives that have come from it. But I think you can feel lost. You can sort of feel like, oh, my God, who am I? Like you can have these like contradicting feelings with, you know, who your mum was, who your nan was, what they did for you growing up and wanting to be the same as them, but then also wanting to be your own person as well. And I think so many people like can find themselves feeling a bit lost and not really knowing knowing what to do or where to take their lives. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think most of my clients have come to me for that reason. Is either this sense of like loss of identity, um, feeling lost, not knowing, like their job's just not doing it for them anymore or the hours that they wanted to do because they're now a mum aren't available to them, which is obviously not their fault at all. Or um, the other thing is like people pleasing. Yeah. Not being able to say no. Mm. And when you're a mum and you're still doing that, it, it, it becomes too much because you're saying yes to everyone and pleasing everyone, and you, but you've got these little humans that need you the most. So you literally are, you're, they're taking up everything from you anyway, plus everyone around you who you used to say yes to all the time. It's just too much. So mm. um, a lot of people come to me for like, boundaries how to set boundaries how to say no how to have the confidence to say no all of that sort of stuff and it's all part of finding yourself and and core value and your core values something that people don't reflect on enough or don't know how to look for them or don't know what they are and when someone is lost they're like where do I even start and there are a few things I do with my clients which are really helpful the first one is an assessment will an assessment will if anyone's listening that's like I just this is exactly how I feel what they're talking about where do I start? Draw a circle on a page, split it into eight segments and fill the eight segments out with the eight pillars of your life, the eight aspects of your life. So if you're a parent listening to this, it would be motherhood, fatherhood, parenthood. Um, It might be finances, career, relationship, family, friends, social life, hobbies, the the things that make up your life. And then rate each segment out of 10, zero being it's non-existent. So I done a, I done an assessment wheel and my hobbies were zero. Yeah. And I, I put it in there still because a hobby is important to me. Mm. Like, because I'm such a sporty person and you're, you, you love being creative, don't you? Yeah. You? Like yeah. having those things. So I put it in there because I knew that it was missing. So out of 10, my fam, my relationship with my family is a 10 out of 10. So when I look at when you look at this assessment that you've just filled out of yourself, now radical honesty is so important in this moment. If you are not being honest with yourself, you're not going to get anywhere. There is so many people that come to me and they put their relationship with their partner as eight out of ten because they do not want to face the demons. That it's not, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Or their social life. Their social life's great. So how, when do you go out? Twice a year. Yeah. Like okay, but who brings you joy? My friends. Okay, but you're going out twice a year. So yeah. radical honesty is key. Be honest with yourself. Yeah, and I think that's actually harder to do. Hard, like not that so easy to do. Yeah, I'm making it sound really easy here, but yeah, because I'm st- I'm just thinking like what mine would be. 
And I think mine would change like all the time. Like it does change. Yeah, I'd say at the moment, like it's the school holidays and I'm doing a lot more like parenting than I normally do. But I don't think it's quality parenting. I think it's like juggling parenting because it's not really, what you want to do. Because <laughs> it's not really what I want to be doing. Like I want to, yeah, I think my whole thing is I want to feel more present. That's what I really struggle with because I don't, feel like I can always be that present especially right now in the school holidays when I've still got all of the work stuff going on but then I when I'm with the kids I want to give them my full attention but I can't um and I think that for me is like where I want like where I would want to get to so if I was doing my like my eight things I, I, I yeah I just don't know where I would things if I was being really honest with myself it does always change so you would do how it is now a lot of people again go oh but we were all right last week so I'm going to put that up and you know, <laughs> I, I joined the gym but I'm not actually going so I'll, so I'll still give it a seven like so in the moment and then you can always come back to it I write new assessment words all the time whenever I'm feeling a little bit like meh that's mm. a really good time when you're feeling lost and you don't know what to do do something and mm. I think the assessment wheel is a really good start for that and you being present and you saying you can't now are you telling yourself you can't or is there a way because are you just not setting boundaries so like people here are expecting fast responses like oh look do you know what I've got my kids today so I'm, I'm not available from 12 o'clock mm. you know could you be doing that yeah no one's gonna die no, no one is going to die. No, you're right. Absolutely <laughs> not. They're not. No, for sure. But do you know what? I was you. I mm. was you. And now, I'm, am I shouting, by the way? I'm just <laughs> really, pa- I'm really passionate about this. That's what we like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so every Thursday, I, my, I have an automatic like email or message that goes out when I get an email from someone saying, I have less access to my phone on a Thursday. Um, and it's because Thursdays are my day with my kids. So I make sure every Thursday I'm fully present with both of them. And if if my brother, I work for my brother on the side of life coaching, if he really needs me, he knows he can call me, but everything else can wait. Like nothing's going to, nothing's going to go wrong if I don't reply for four hours. On a Thursday. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Some, they've got your phone number or someone will have it, you know? So I think that's another thing. That's the radical honesty that, mm. that word can't is my assumption is you are your own obstacle because by mm. saying you can't when I've just said well could you do this and you've said yes that's you choosing not to be present still so as much as you want to be present yeah you're not actually taking present to give yourself what you want no no I know I yeah I I definitely know I can get better and I definitely know that something can be done but I do yeah I think sometimes you can just get really caught up caught up yeah that's exactly what it is and I think there's a lot of pressure as well to be everything now like to Uh, be an amazing mum that makes bread from scratch and only feeds her kids organic food but then also runs like 10 miles every day and always gets her steps in and does what pilates. mums are you following you need to start detoxing <laughs> your social media girl no do you know what the, the thing is it's actually not anyone it's just myself yes. like it's literally just myself it's, it's fancy, not anyone's it's influence created in your head do you know what you've done there you've taken 10 different mums who are doing yeah. 
those things and mm. imagine one mum doing them but I don't think there's any mums out there doing all of those things it's not possible yeah and I if know. they are it might be one day and then they're probably absolutely cream crackered by seven o'clock yeah I know but no I think that's you putting pressure on yourself again like we are our own biggest obstacle mm. and when we're looking outward for the the to blame or for the problem we could be searching and searching when we actually take responsibility and that's again the self-awareness thing when we take the responsibility for our choices and our actions and reactions and all those things we are so much more in control of our life when we mm-hmm. go actually i can't change them i can't change what's happened but i can do this game changer mm-hmm complete game changer like you wouldn't believe just searching in all the wrong places um we're human we're all human we all do it but self-awareness is the first step and I think a lot of people think that's going to happen overnight and with my clients like you know we might be four weeks in and they're still like I still haven't lost weight and I'm Mm. like right but what are your core values have you worked them out yet no I just need to lose weight (laughs) like okay this is the problem we're all looking in the wrong place for happiness yeah like just it's that self-awareness first step really important and it's really helped me with my parenting as well and my why like my core values at the moment have you ever listened to your core values Jane? no what are yours so mine at the moment because again they change as well but not we've all got about we could all have like 20 core values happiness obviously Mm. kindness for most people hopefully is kindness as a core value some people is much higher than others respect all those different ones are quite common but three that are really bespoke to me on top of that are um generosity and that's Mm. not with money or gifts it's with my time and my love because I'm 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 sitting there reflecting going right I'm a mother I have to be generous with my time and my love and I'm a life coach if being generous with my time and love wasn't important to me then I shouldn't be doing this job. No. Now I know what my core values are. They help me. They help guide me. They help me make decisions. So if you're an indecisive person, knowing what your core values are are going to help you make those day-to-day decisions. If you're a people pleaser, you can sit back, wait. No one needs a response right now. And you can go, right, no one needs a response right now. Let me reflect on this. I'm uncomfortable in saying yes. Why am I uncomfortable in saying yes? Okay, it doesn't align with my core values and where I want to go in life. And then you make decisions and then you start feeling a little bit more fulfilled because you're staying true to who you are we'll be right back after this short break millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? do you find your core values because I think I just wouldn't know where to start like I literally wouldn't know how to find them (laughs) yeah sure I mean talking today we were like I'm like courage sounds like courage for for sure yeah yeah yeah. I definitely want to be yeah I definitely want to be brave definitely you want to be brave and you've shown acts of braveness since becoming a mother and it sounded important to you yeah, my per- whole personality changed, I think, like around like that when I became um, a mum. I've always been a bit, you know, a little bit brave with certain things. But I think, yeah, becoming a mum gave me an even more of a I don't give a shit attitude. So that's something that's important to you. So when you're not sure whether to do something or like, you know, you've got a business idea or you're out with friends and you just want to do something spontaneous... You tune into that value and finding those values can be, can, can come up. They might not all come up at once because again, it's all that self-reflection, but I one Google what, what are core values and just read all the different options and what they are. It's a great way to just have like a hundred in front of you and just scan through it and go, well, do you know what? Yeah, that's really important to me. And I say to my clients, so I get 10 because it can be quite hard to narrow it down and then just focus on that 10. And then see what's happening in your day-to-day life and you can start going, actually, I couldn't I couldn't sacrifice loyalty for um, I don't know, creativity. Right. Loyalty comes first. Doesn't mean that creativity is not important, but if you wanted to really narrow down and focus just on a few to start off with, it's quite a good way of like just trading them off. Yeah. Um, and I know that those three that I've talked about today are three that are really important to me right now as I'm building the pocket coach, my my business and juggling it with being a mum. Yeah. It requires all those three things. So yeah, you should that's an exercise for you to think Yeah. About. Cause I do think like if you think, I don't know, like you, I don't know, picture like what my ideal life is, for instance. Like what's my ideal life? Like if I'm thinking about it, well, I would have plenty of time, I'd have plenty of money, um, and it would all be pretty chill. That feels like so surface level, like just, do you know what I mean? I just, yeah, but I guess to be truly happy, you you have to go deeper than that, right? So that's step two, your vision, like that manifestation Mm. that's like literally trending everywhere. Self-awareness comes first, who are you? And then your vision. So where do you want to be? So it might mm. be five years time, might be a year's time, it might just be like 10 years time, whatever the time frame is. Where do you want to be? If if that assessment will was 10 out of 10, how would it feel? What would it look like? Who are you surrounded by? That's a nice way of putting it. You could you can write a, um, a manifestation letter to yourself. In five years time, I will be doing this. I will have this. I will act like this. And I also say just do a vision board. It depends how you absorb things best um but where people go wrong is a vision board that's got you know um a big car a nice car on it like 10 10 luxury holidays 
all of these things are great. There's no judgment for me. I would like all of those things too. But when we put, think that our, our life will be happy once we have those things, they're things, mm. they're tangible things. And that's what I think people think as well, because you're rich, you must be happy. Money makes people comfortable. You might be able to resolve things quicker, like getting a sleep expert nanny to sort mm. the sleepless nights out and stuff like that. But actually... Those people feel lonely sometimes. Those people, you know, might yeah, be in a toxic relationship. They might mm. have lost their parents, like, a early age. Like, you know, you have to forget material things when you're trying to create this vision board. Like, I think, think focus more about how you want to feel rather than how you want to look and yeah. how you want your life to look. How does it feel to you, you yeah. know? Like, God, when you say really you would, like, more time... You can't yeah. create time. No, I know. I know. So and I, more and I time think is you setting those boundaries for yourself that you said you don't do. I don't. I literally don't. I don't do them you at all. You do and that now. That's a negative thing that's come from me being mum. I honestly used to be really messy and um, like really genuinely not care about that kind of stuff at all. Like not at all. But it felt really nice <laughs> because I didn't care, just didn't care if there were clothes all over the floor, like really didn't bother me. Whereas now I feel like everything has to be done and done and done. And then I obviously take so much time like stressing over things like that. Um, so that is one thing I think, oh, I'd like that time back again where I would just like sit down. <laughs> Honestly, I haven't, I haven't watched draw. TV. Yeah, I haven't watched TV for two months, I reckon. And what, what is, the, what is, so when, once the kids are in bed, what do you do? <laughs> I don't know. Just busy myself. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't know. It drives James nuts. But would nuts. you like to sit and watch TV? Yeah, probably. I don't really know. Yeah, I think I would. You're still definitely in the self-awareness phase. You've got to figure these things out because I know. You, prob you probably can do it. It's what you're doing with your time. And that's when we go into step three. So step one of three steps to a more fulfilled life mm. <laughs> is the self-awareness and the core values and you know radical honesty and taking time to reflect, um, being comfortable in your own company. And then two is where do you want to be? So how, is, how does it feel rather than how does it look? Um, you know, don't focus on the things that you're going to buy. Focus on, you know, the other stuff. And then the third one is taking action. So everyone's like, oh, right, I need to do something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run the London Marathon. That's what <laughs> I'm gonna do. And you know, and you're like, right. And then they regret it after a month, but they have to stick to it. And then it's like, I'm never running again. That's just extreme example. Some people, they they once they've run the London Marathon, they love running forever. But I'm just trying to explain that we think, and this is why so many people don't change or don't put things into action or avoid mm. their true feelings is because they think it requires so much. Mm. They think it requires so much. Um, and I'm going to go back to weight loss. People will go look at this, I need to lose three stone. And then they go on this crazy diet. And then, you know, they lose half a stone in a week. And then all of a sudden they just want to binge because it's just so extreme, crazy. And then they never get to that goal of losing three stone. If you look at that goal and you go, I'm, why am I, why, why is that goal there? Why do I want that goal? And you find 
that sense of purpose and reason why and that why aligns with your core values the way i'm doing weight loss because i know it's such a general goal that so many people it's have it's interesting by the way. isn't it because why do so many people think that they're going to be happier when they lose weight i think many reasons like one is because society subconsciously has made us feel that looking a certain way equals success and happiness because mm. of who they choose to put in their advertising and that's obviously is changing but then it's changing to an extreme I feel where it's like well where's health in this like it's mm. it, it's getting all a bit it is blurry yeah. yeah it's getting blurry and it's like it's becoming like um uh, a bit controversial and it shouldn't be like it should, should be a controversial thing like there is you know I think that it's easy to put value on our weight and feeling slimmer because we can feel it and see it yeah so when you wake yeah. up in the morning you can feel your body you can feel your clothes being too tight you can feel these things that don't sit well with you and you so you instantly amplify them and go straight to that issue you think oh my god my clothes are tight on me oh my god I feel bloated today that's the problem and actually you might be bloated because you're stressed because you're not setting boundaries and not saying no to people um and you're doing a job that you hate and that's mm. making you and that's making you comfort eat yeah the weight is that when I I take on clients, I do nutrition plans for them and everything like that as well. So they can work on their physical goals as well as their mindset goals. And the weight loss is the last thing we ever work on. Because mm. it's so easy once you nail what's going on up here. Yeah. And it's crazy. If you just put in the work and do these three steps, the action part and, and is just like, oh, I know why I'm doing this. I can sustain this. I can be consistent. And when I do jump off the bandwagon, it's fine. I'm just going to get back on and do an assessment wheel, see where I'm at, see what's going on and realign and reassess. Yeah. For, you know, parents listening, they maybe be able to relate to this as well. I think working on yourself feels really indulgent and it feels like what, how, like you said, like how on earth would I ever have time to think about all of this and think about myself and like all this kind of stuff. But actually like making really small changes, like ultimately that's what we want, isn't it? Everyone, everyone just wants to feel happy and fulfilled, whatever that looks like, it doesn't matter because if you're happy, you're happy and well, that's wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) It's weird that we feel, would feel that it's an indulgent or really like, People think it's a luxury. Yeah, a luxury to thing to do. Health. Yeah. Crazy. When Crazy. ultimately, if you haven't got happiness, you haven't got anything. And you don't come to a life coach because you're suffering from anxiety and depression. Like, like that, that's out of our remit. That's like a therapist and doctors and stuff. But mm. some of my clients do have anxiety, but they they don't need. It's not extreme, but they want to feel better for their kids. Yeah. They want to like enjoy themselves and they want their kids to see that. Yeah. You're doing it because you're setting an example. Like, you know, they are so impressionable. We know what kids are like. They're like sponges. They mm-hmm. watch everything we do. Macy watches every- When I've gone to the gym, she knows it. And that makes me feel proud that she's like, well done, mom. E- exercise is good for you. Like, yeah. I love that. And I'm like, oh, I want to be that mom so that she sees exercise as normal and not as a chore and not because 
she needs to look a certain way mm. you know and that's why it's not self-indulgent yeah exactly and it's I guess it's the same isn't it with things like I remember when one of my friends she um she had kids before all of us and when like we'd still go away and like she'd always you know still come on girls trips and all that kind of stuff and she always used to be like oh mommy's going away to work mommy's going away to work and as she's got, you know, got older and she's had more kids, she doesn't do that anymore. She just like says, "Oh, I'm going away, like with the girls or whatever." And I was like, "Oh, like how come? How come you changed that?" And she was like, "Well, because when my kids get older, I don't want them to think that just because they've had kids, they're not allowed to do that, and they're only allowed to go away for work." And I was like, "Oh my god, yeah, like that is such a good point." And I think there's so many times, aren't there, where, like, I know the other night, James and I were going into London, and Axel said, "Oh, Mum, are you going into London for work?" Because that's what he sort of associates me doing. And I was like, "Oh no, me and Daddy are just going into London for dinner," and he went, "Oh." without us and I was like yeah 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 without you like that that's what we're doing he was like okay cool and I thought no like we have to do we have to have that that honesty even if they you know sometimes the kids aren't going to like it or they're going to be like oh but I wanted to come I think it's that like the whole setting an example and like saying to them you can actually do stuff for yourself like Uh, not even when you become a parent just in life like it's actually okay just to say no, I'm doing something because I want to do it. Yeah. But there's no other reason. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I've I've got this real bad guilt where if I'm not doing five things at once, multitasking, then I'm being lazy and unproductive. And it's really bad. And Ricky came home one day and he was like, I think I'm on the sofa. I'm like they're probably like falling asleep. And I, I shot up and was like <sighs> trying to make myself look busy. And this definitely comes from like um, my nan and granddad were real hard grafters and like lying in was a no mm. so in my house growing up lions were like no later than like half eight. Oh my so, god same yeah so I have this thing right like you know being busy is a good problem to have um, and I'm trying to I'm trying to undo that a little bit because I feel burnt out sometimes yeah and then, yeah. you know, I don't feel good. And that's not how I want to feel. So, and I know it's because I'm trying to do too much, more than necessary while I'm a mum with young children. Mm. That's another thing when you're a working mum and you're ambitious and you're, you're quite entrepreneurial, you um, you want to be the best businesswoman and the best mum and something's got to give. And I've kind of gone to myself right now, it's not my children. My children shouldn't, I shouldn't, shouldn't, oh, I'm happy to be, go at a slower pace I still want to be the best businesswoman but I've extended my time span of when I'm going to achieve the goals I want to achieve within my business Mm. so that I can still be present and be there for my kids like I've got time yeah so that like whereas they're never gonna you know I don't get too soppy about stuff trust me I'm not the most sentimental mom and stuff like that but I do appreciate how quickly they grow up and and I've stopped saying, oh, I'm going to work. And I'm like, it's like nine o'clock and I'm doled up to the nines. Like, yeah. I've started to say, I'm going out with the girls because mummies have to have fun too. And she's like, okay, mum, go and have fun. And actually, when you say it and you're all worried, they actually go, oh, fair point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, oh, they, that's they're actually great. more understanding yeah. than you think. Um, so, yeah, I feel you with all of that. Like, it's it, it can feel self indulgent, but it is necessary and it's setting an example. Like, 
we are their role model right now. No, no, it's so true. It really is. Oh, God, i got so much to think about. <laughs> but oh, one God. step at a time. One God. step at a time. One step at a time. So just before we wrap up, because we have actually been chatting for quite a long time now, yeah. um, it doesn't feel like it. It feels like it's gone really quick. Where, um, If people want to hear more from you, like where can they find you? Where can they download the app? What do they get on the app? Mm. Okay, really quickly, <laughs> in a nutshell, I'm Connie Simmons on Instagram and my business is The Pocket Coach, which is, it's like the full stop, pocket, full stop coach. <laughs> <laughs> it was taken. <laughs> <laughs> and basically it's a bespoke life coaching app, but you work with me one-to-one um, and I we do follow this process that we talked about here in more depth. We communicate daily if necessary. You have weekly check-ins where you tell me about your week and then any obstacles that have arose, I help work you work through them with you, give you tools. Um, you get a bespoke nutrition plan to help with any physical goals you might have or health goals you might have. We set habits, so like weekly and daily habits. You know, we have a vision for you, but we break it right down to daily habits that are really manageable, not overwhelming and it's about you realizing that what I do every day is more important than what I do once in a while. And those everyday little things can really add up. So it's just about taking that pressure of yourself to be this like incredible, successful, always happy person and actually go, right, if I do this every day, I'm going to start feeling like that. I love it. Um, and so you can just inquire through Instagram and I'm just, yeah, I'm loving it at the moment. And <sighs> taking my time with it and enjoying it brilliant thank you so much that was that was really lovely I absolutely loved that chat good but I yeah maybe I'll be getting the pocket coach to help me (laughs) thanks for having me on if you've liked today's episode then please do give us a five star review we absolutely love them Um, and any feedback drop us a note on Instagram we're on at made by mummers and we'll be back on Friday Made by Mamas is an Insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.